Armored Bear Productions. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Out of Character, the Not Safe for Wizards Q&A talk show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Out of Character. Tonight, I am joined by Greg and Gary. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Um, if y'all are following along at home, this week's episode was a little bit short. Um, so we're going to start off by talking about the episode, and then we have something special planned uh, for a little bit later on. Um, so this episode was kind of travel and, uh, asking a thousand questions of Dragoto, um, <laughs> and, and getting to port basically. Uh, and, uh, I think that to me, I think the thing that stuck out was the, the port kind of being on high alert when we got there. Like, I mean... My my thought on that was, do they do this every time a dragon comes around? Because, I mean, it is Dungeons & Dragons. Dragons are going to come around. It's interesting. We call it Dungeons & Dragons, but we don't see dragons all that often. And yet, we kind of do. <laughs> every adventure, a dragon has to appear eventually. Uh, every, yeah. you know, campaign. Right? You have to see one dragon at least once a campaign, right? That's the rule. Uh, I, I agree. Although we still <laughs> haven't seen the dragon. Uh, we saw the dragon like the first episode. Mm-hmm. We, we've yeah, been we playing together for nine years or eight years and I don't think we've been in a dungeon once this is true <laughs> this is very very true I, on that. right I think the closest that we came to a dungeon was the castle the, uh, the marsh the marsh manor yeah well and the swamp or the sewers yeah yeah well, the sewers well, was close to a dungeon crawl the mines <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. th- those were kind of a dungeon. Oh, we go underground a lot, but they're not like dungeons with traps and dungeon proper. Yeah, <laughs> if we ever hit traps, we would all die. Right? Oh my god! Like <laughs> us with traps is like Vox Machina with doors. Like it's just not a good thing. <laughs> Why do you think I'm always in the back of the group? Right? Bell <laughs> uh, be the first to go. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, no, Jade would ultimately step on something because she never pays attention. But, you know, actually, like every time I've DM'd, I've always felt like, regardless of people ask if there's a trap, that like if their passive perception is high enough, I'll force them to make a roll to see if they see the trap ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So I usually try to assign like two numbers to traps. A passive detection something's not right number, and then a, oh, I actually see what it is number. Smart way to do it. Um, yeah, I tend to take take passive perception into account um, when my players are, are coming up on a trap or something like that. Because if you have a player that has like a like a super high passive perception or something, then, you know, there's there's a greater possibility. But sometimes it's fun to spring stuff on them, too. But that's also the, like... 
there's there's different types of players in different types of parties, and there's some parties that are always checking for traps. Like that's a big thing: check for traps, check for traps. And then there's others that just like will forget that traps exist I think until they hit one. I think it takes too long to say like, okay, can I check for traps? Okay, no traps. Can I check for secret entrances? Okay, no secret entrances. Okay, what do I see in the room? You know, it's like it loses the flow. So, so I, I usually tell players right away, don't worry about checking for traps every time unless you think something's actually fishy. And, mm-hmm. you know, same with secret you know, entrances. Right, um, right. If you have a high enough perception, you're going to notice something wrong. <laughs> sure. I, I have been known to say things like, I am continually checking for traps. Mm. Just kind of like, blanket statement, this is something I'm doing. Let me know if I hit anything, you know, or let me know if I see anything kind of a thing. That's a good um, way to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, as a rogue, you know, it, it kind of stands to reason after a certain level that it's something that you're just always fucking doing. <laughs> What's funny is a lot of people build out rogues with low perception checks because, you know, perception is based off wisdom. Right. I think I'm right on that. Uh, and uh, like what rogue has good perception, good wisdom. So, mm-hmm. um, now granted, usually you take it as a trained skill, so that helps, but yeah, I'm it's just like, no, you're right. I'm looking at, I'm, I'm a fucking rogue and I'm looking at my stats now and like, I've only got a plus one to wisdom. See? Yeah. <laughs> Wisdom's my highest, um, stat. Wisdom is your <laughs> highest? Yeah, What's your like, dumb stat, Greg? Oh, charisma. That, 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 that tracks. <laughs> I What's never bad? choose charisma as my dumb stat. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is my dumb stat is Jade's dumb stat is actually strength. I mean, that makes sense. You get to use dex based weapons and you're agile and sneaky. So. Right. And she's little and all of that. But if you look back at Jade's track record. <laughs> With the crowbar. <laughs> With, yeah. Only against Orion. Yeah, only against Orion. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's either charisma or intelligence for my two lowest stats. Oh, yeah? Well, because I'm a cleric, so all my spells are wisdom-based, so... No, wisdom yeah. and intelligence are almost the same. And my you... strength is only high because I... Somehow, I got two... Incre- I, well, one, I increased it by one at one of the level-ups, and then another one, I got plus one to strength for something I took. Cool. One yeah, of my feats, I think. I need to do something about my... I need to start taking stat bumps here and there, especially if I'm gonna uh, eventually get to Gunslinger. Actually, it's funny. Is, uh, most of the campaign, most people in the campaign have taken intelligence as their dumb stat. Everybody but Lotus has low intelligence, I'm pretty sure, if what I remember shit? correctly. <laughs> that explains so much about us. I, I, I have a plus zero to uh, intelligence. Yep. Oh my gosh, I've got a plus one at least. But my strength is a negative two. I'm also a plus zero to intelligence. It's my dumb stat. <laughs> you know, I make shirts for that. <laughs> I know, I know. And, and normally it's not. Like, normally... Uh, no, you, well, you are both very intelligent men. Like, this is only your characters. Oh, no, no, I but I meant, like, normally, like, especially if I'm playing a ranger, I would do something to help out nature, which intelligence helps out nature, and I don't know what happened on this build. You know, you gotta shake it up every now and again. Uh, actually, I feel like Vel is such a weird character for me to play because I'm I'm trying to play him as this like stern, like stiff-necked 
type character. And so a lot of times I feel like, oh, I want to just go do something crazy and I can't. But it's it's against the nature of the character. Yeah, my hands are tied. I, I don't feel comfortable in playing them. That's that's of that. kinda like that's kinda like when I want Jade to be the voice of reason and then I'm like, wait. I've never that's... heard Jade be the voice of reason. <laughs> no, there's a reason for that. <laughs> Kayla wants Jade to be the voice of reason occasionally. <laughs> but Kayla also knows that that is not what Jade does. <laughs> you have done very well as holding firm to your character. Thank you. We're really not a voice of reason type of group. No, no. <laughs> and and that's the reason why I wanted to pull a voice of reason type character into the game. I wanted mm-hmm. him to be, you know, you saw our weaknesses. Protocol and and like you know, staying on task and stuff like that. And I th- I think being out in the. Uh, Oh, is it Ethereal Plane or where are we? Uh, I should know this. <laughs> the, the weird place we're at. Uh, the weird maybe, place we're at. Maybe I'll just slowly we're make Bell go crazy. The, the astral plane. Yes, thank you. Astral, thank you. Mithril plane. Yes, there's chainmail everywhere. I said Ethereal, not Mithril. Oh, Ethereal. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, do you guys, uh, what do you guys think of, speaking of the astral plane, like... What you, how are you, are you guys enjoying this whole like gravity is bullshit thing? Like it doesn't bother me. I think it's interesting. I think it's it's interesting is that with uh, our characters being able to. I mean, like what? Think about like what you would do if you all of a sudden got put into a situation where you know the laws of gravity don't exactly apply anymore, and and what that would mean, you know, for how you move about. Uh, well, what's really funny about us all being in the astral plane is that intelligence is your driving factor for how you move in the astral plane. We're all fucked. And none of us have good intelligence except for Lotus. Lotus can move twice as fast as the rest of us. Right? Which is so. why Lotus saved our butt a few episodes back. <laughs> 100%. Oh my goodness. I mean, you know, I, my first thought is, hey, look, no bra. But no. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to be a guy. <laughs> Do they float too? Anyway, I, I should probably fill out a B cup. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Lilith, Lilith is of the itty bitty titty committee. Oh no, not Lilith. Lil- Lil- Lilith is um a- at least a solid C. I thought so. And I'm saying me personally. You're saying if we lived in a world with no gravity, <laughs> I'd be you know. And, and people's cars would definitely, you know, they'd be praying for birds to come back. I tell you what, it'd be easier on the back. Oh, <laughs> All that, yeah. If the, if the belly weight, if we could just like, you know, it's like, it'd be like being in the pool. Just, in, you know. You know, one day we'll, we'll get to the advancement of Dune level and you could just have suspensors carry you around. Hey. <laughs> So, so yeah, we really didn't do much of anything in this episode except kind of get back <laughs> to uh, to Athroth's uh, Athroth. I can't speak tonight. Station, um, uh, and, yeah. and and Jade had a lovely conversation with the the masthead on the the figure. See, <laughs> like you know, being able to do crazy stuff like that, I just couldn't do it as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, he's going to go crazy. I'm letting everybody know. 
over the next Bill's just you know, gonna snap one day four or five months he's gonna go crazy we're <laughs> we're gonna do it uh well actually it's funny uh beginning of the episode opening i i said um uh you know happy holidays everyone <laughs> and yeah right? we made the joke of you know when when you get to hear it and right? Joe predicted right, beginning of February. <laughs> yep, he was. I th- I thought that too when I was listening back through it. Just, oh, he was right. It's we're in the beginning of February. So, <laughs> yeah, we've we've got a bit of a cache of of episodes, not too many, um, but a few. So we're we're ahead by a few. So we're gonna we try not to spoil things for people. Um, and in the interest of not spoiling things, considering that this episode was basically just us parting around on the ship um, and getting back to the station. Uh, I have prepared something fun for the guys tonight. Um, And I was nice. I did not blindside them with this. Uh, I made sure to let them know what was going on. What? I considered it. The answers you would have gotten if you blindsided us would have been interesting. That's for sure. This, this is true. Um, and and I didn't know if y'all were familiar with these or whatever. So, um, but there's a wonderful show out there that does. Uh, and I'm I, Joe. Joe makes me. Joe has taught me to be very very careful about copyright. So I don't even know if I can mention the name. I guess I could mention the name. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, it's uh, inside the actor's studio. He'll cut it out if it's if it can't. Um, inside the actor studio does this wonderful thing where they have these 10 standard questions uh, that he asks of every one of the guests. Um, and the idea is to kind of go off the cuff with this and just, you know, just solid one word answers or whatever. But um, I've modified them a little bit and I'd like to kind of have a conversation about them uh, and talk about the differences between how you as a person would answer versus how your character would answer. Um, to me, I was like, "Does she want us to answer answer this as us or as the character?" Really, <laughs> some interesting different answers. Yeah, they're both. very different. Yeah, we're gonna do both. Um, so let's let's do it this way. We're gonna when we start with the first question, we will start with uh, we'll start with Greg, and I want to hear your personal answer. As as you as a person, and then your character answer, and uh, and then Gary the same question, and if you guys want me to to chime in, I will as well. Um, so it starts out very simple. Greg, what is your favorite word? What is it? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. That's a good one. I like that. That's a fun word. What's you your character? Super Trooper too many times. <laughs> no, I like shenanigans before Super Trooper. Super I, used to say, I used to say I like shenanigans before it was a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good word. Uh, um, I don't know. I have to say Lilith would have to be like Boulder Dash. I've, I've, have we ever heard Lilith say Boulder Dash? But I don't really think we've heard Lilith really say any word that is more than once. It's like... Because, look, my, my, my favorite word is the F word. But I don't want to say that because I don't know if that could get the podcast in trouble. Dude, have you listened? Right? Have you listened to this show? Have you met us? No, no, no. Cursing is not only allowed; it is encouraged on this channel. Okay, like if your favorite well, word is fuck, you know, say your favorite word is fuck, man. 
Well, no, my favorite word is actually shenanigans because I can't say fuck at work because I work with little kids. And okay, you know, that's fair. Frown on you saying fuck any fuck fuck fuck. <laughs> but you know, fuck is the perfect word. It is a, it's it's a noun, a verb, an adjective, an adverb. Yep. I, I was I was going to totally bring this up too. Like it can be used in every you know possible scenario. Yep. It is the ultimate universal word. It's like smart. And, and, and I truly believe that um, people that cuss are more trustworthy than people that don't cuss. Because oh, when absolutely. People, people that cuss, they say exactly what they mean because they don't think about what they're saying. So whatever they're actually thinking is what they're saying. Which is why you get, you know, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I, I have never subscribed to the the notion that words are inherently bad or good i i it's 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 just like i believe that the clothing doesn't have a gender i believe that words are about intention not about the word itself you know because so like some whatchamacallit pants some whatchamacallit pants harem pants i think they're called oh, okay i they just look very comfortable oh they are they're insanely comfortable. I own several pairs and I love them. You should just start wearing them, you know? Like, <laughs> go ahead. I can, can make you, you I will, Greg, I will make you harem pants. Look, okay, I, I, I'm getting to the point where sundresses are starting to get to, you know. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, go, go Homer Simpson and be walking around in a moo-moo? No, no moo-moos. No moo-moos are comfortable. Well, I, I, I have, like, house dresses. That aren't exactly mumus because most of them are sleeveless, but they're like, or they're like tank style. But just being able to have a simple, soft, loose fitting piece of fabric that yeah. covers your body, but you're comfortable in and that moves with you is, is so incredibly liberating. Yes. <laughs> it is what house dresses for everyone. <laughs> How did we get well, from words to house dresses? <laughs> I don't know. But my mom one year bought us all like old fashioned like dressing gowns for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like giant pajama shirts with like they came with the little pointy hat. They were the most yeah. comfortable thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You could just go free balling and fucking just be like, yeah. <laughs> From favorite word to free balling. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to the show, That's folks. Nice. All right, Gary, That's it's nice. your turn. What uh, <laughs> is your favorite word? I, before I say my favorite word, I just want to say you're interviewing me and Greg. Have you there's ever gonna be a lot of us? <laughs> well, there's gonna be a lot of fuck, but, but there's this gonna be a lot of fun rails. There's no rails. <laughs> Got the two of us on. Hey, man, this is why I have the two of you on. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my favorite word is probably actually. 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 Are you are you an um actually guy? I am so an um actually guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've gotten better. I, I used to be a lot worse at it, just you know, constantly correcting people on stuff. But I've gotten a lot better on it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you and Joe both. <laughs> I I could see that with Joe for sure. Joe Joe's just so much more knowledgeable than me though, so I, I bet he does a better job. It's insane. When I first met Joe, it used to make me so mad. The um actuallys made me insane. And I would get so angry with him. And because I was like, because I'm a, I'm a paraphraser. 
you know, mm-hmm. and I'm a storyteller. I'm a bard. Like Kayla is a bard. And so like I I not I embellish, but not really. Like I paraphrase and whatever. And he would just he'd be on me about every little word. And I would get so mad. And then I finally realized, like, we had a conversation. I was like, why do you do this? <laughs> and, um, and actually, I don't do it. Right. It just happens. <laughs> But he explained to me, you know, that it is an act of love. It's it's in his head and in a lot of um actually people's heads is the the notion that I'm doing you a service by, you know, you don't want to, you know, look like an idiot, you know, going around, you know, spewing things that are wrong. So I'm I'm trying to help and I am giving you this knowledge so that you are no longer incorrect. Of course, you know, it's coming from a place of love. For me, I just think everybody's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fair. (laughs) At least you're honest about it. I'm so glad that I'm medicated now because (laughs) I used to, I I would used to, I would argue with a fucking rock if I thought I was right. (laughs) I'm so much much happier medicated where Mm. I'm like, he's dead ass wrong. But I don't care. I don't care. Yup. I, I love to argue. And like, I even like to argue politics. And I'll oh. argue the opposite side of whatever somebody's on until I get them to come over to my side. And then I'll switch sides and argue the other side on them. You are oh evil, God, sir. I used to, I used you to are do that in God Michelle nuts. <laughs> oh, Michelle used to get so mad at me because I would argue a point that I didn't agree with. That is, that is literally the definition of evil. <laughs> Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, I'll take your word for that. Okay, so actually is your favorite word. What is what is Mel's favorite word? So, so like, I, I think the reason why I opened up the conversation tonight with, with how boring I think Vel is, because, like, the answers I could think of for Vel are, you know, it's like honor. You know, it, it's just like everything about him has to be about doing the right thing and being, you know, proper and all that. So, so, you know, I think for Belle, everything's about honor. Okay. No, I think that's fair. Even though as a, as a person I, playing Belle, I can't, you know, get to it all the time. But I've, I've chastised the group plenty of times on dishonorable things. Sure, sure. No, you are, you are mm-hmm. a moral compass. You know, you're a little askew and we ignore you sometimes, but you are our moral compass. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> What the hell was that? <laughs> we just ignore Bell 99.99% of the time. Okay. <laughs> you cut out weirds like a robot. That was insane. Okay. All right. No worries. Um, all right. So on to the next question, Greg. Uh, what is your least favorite word? Uh, that's a hard one. I don't really have a least favorite word. Okay. That is a perfectly legitimate answer. There's well, no just, word that I'm trying to think. Not my job, but that's more of a phrase. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, 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 I get that. De- dealing with the people I work with, and every time you ask them to do something, they quickly like, that's not my job. And then I have to be like, do I have to print your job description out? Because that is so your job. I think that <laughs> is a fair answer. <laughs> that is that is something that 
can be a little bit rough. Um, and as much as you have to deal with it, I think that's absolutely fair that that is your least favorite. We'll call that phrase. Um, what is Lilith's least favorite word? Ghost pirate. What is it? Ghost pirate. Ghost pirate. Okay, I kind of thought that was coming. <laughs> you, you know what? That could be Lilith's least favorite and most favorite. Because right? she says it all the time. <laughs> I've just said ghost pirates in the longest since I had my dream. That is a good That's point. That's true. That's true. You know, we all have grown and evolved a bit. Um, okay, that's that's good. I like that. That's concise. Gary, what's your least favorite word? My least favorite word is actually a phrase as well. Um, like, I'm um, actually, uh, it's uh, same difference. Okay. P- people, people, you, you know, use same difference to compare two things, and it just pisses me off. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Even though I understand it's, you know, etymology is fine. It's how people use it and whatnot. But how do you have the same difference if it's only two things? You really need four things for the same difference. There's a scientific process that is not being followed here, damn it. I don't even think that far ahead. It just doesn't sound like it makes sense. Well, you know, people say, like, you know, do you want this or that? And, you know, they'll say same difference. It's like, well, no, there's differences between the two things, and you know, you need four things to have same difference. The same difference between two things and two things is, yeah, I feel like it's like a Carlin skit at times, you know. But but I really hate that phrase. Okay, okay, that's absolutely fair. What's what's Vel's least favorite word or phrase? We're gonna go boring again because you know I, I said honor for favorite. Why not dishonor for least favorite? <laughs> No, that's, I, you know, I think that is very much so Vel's personality, you know, unless he is, you know, putting dishonor on your cow. There's. On your cow? <laughs> I was quoting. But... Oh, what's that from? Mulan. On your... Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> How long has it been since I've seen Mulan? Oh, my God. I think I watched it last week. I was <laughs> The cartoon or the movie? The cartoon. Okay. There's a movie now, right? There is a movie now. And it's okay. It's it's a good movie, but I will always go I back to the cartoon. It, it, it's not... I wish they had named it something different. But it's they Mulan. Had, yeah, but it, it, it's a really good movie, but it's not the same as the cartoon. And in this world, people are going to criticize it and downplay it because it's not the same as the cartoon. But it was well, a really good, I felt it was a really good movie that had a, you know, it, it had a good lord. It was very well done. Positive message. Yep. That's good. I, I think that's like a problem, you know, that's just far too common in nowadays that people can't take, you know, one form of uh, IP and, you know, w- when they see it in another form, not just appreciate it for what it is. Uh, having to compare it too much to the original. Uh, it's, it's something I strive to do is to not compare it to the original. I, I will say with everything except for Wheel of Time. Well, I that's I understand that. Uh, my theater teacher in high school taught me a phrase uh, and a concept that has saved me very often from that, which is artistic differences. You know, and when you take a piece of art 
or artistic interpretation and you interpret it in another way, it's never going to be the same and it's not supposed to be. And if you can let go of that needing it to be the same, because what is the point of redoing something if you're just doing it exactly the same? That is very true. Yeah. So that kind of saved me from that a lot. And there are occasions where, like, you know, you get that the book is better than the movie, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and the only Always. time that that, yeah, I mean, that's just because it's a different experience. But the only time that that yeah, ever pissed me off was the end of Hannibal. But Yeah. Um, but I but said that's I was what gonna... when you buy the rights before he writes the book. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I said I was going to jump in, so I'm going to quick uh, before we move on because um, these are fun for me too, uh, and I'm sure that there's somebody that's going to like give me a hard time if I don't jump in as well. Um, everybody that knows me knows my favorite word. Um, Gary, we actually talked about this earlier, but uh, my favorite word is cunt. Yes. Yes. I'm like, um, didn't we talk about this? Yeah, it was we just like 24 hours ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and, and there's, there's a few reasons for that. One, because it's, it's so, like, it's considered the ultimate, like, besides fuck, it is considered the ultimate taboo word. Like, calling someone a cunt is, like, the worst thing you can possibly do. I, and, I and, in this. American culture. I will say this. Like, fuck is not American taboo anymore. Like what? In Great Britain, cunt is like an interchangeable word for everything. Right? <laughs> Gary, what did you say? I didn't hear you. Uh, I was just going to say, like, fuck is not considered taboo anymore. It's this is like, true. But cunt, cunt definitely is. Cunt I, is not still a very taboo, right? <laughs> and yeah, like, it's, it's a very taboo word, and I feel like it's the last frontier in bad words, and I want to just, like, blow that up. Um, but it also happens because my favorite phrase... Uh, that was coined by the incredible Ryan Reynolds uh, in Blade 3 is cock-juggling thundercunt. Um, that, just, that phrase makes me giggle every goddamn time. It is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it. Most people that know me know that about me. But you know. Ryan. What? I said in a movie where the only good thing was Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yep, he stole that movie, and and it was what made me fall in love with him, and and that he just that blew me away. There are a few times in media where there is something that is so singularly fucked up that it just imprints itself on your brain forever. And that's one of them. And there's there's only a few that I can think of. Like, there's things I like in movies. There's scenes I like in movies. There's fight scenes that I really enjoy, stuff like that. But that's one of those things that just, like, went, this is going to be with you forever. And the other one for me is the pencil, the pencil trick in Batman. Um, <laughs> but that's just because I'm a sadistic no, no. You, you You know what scene for me is like that? Hmm. The movie Lake Placid, where Betty White's there and she goes, this is the. This is where if I had a dick, I would tell you to suck it. That coming and out of Betty, Betty White's mouth. And from you know, I guess it was at the age I was. The only thing I knew Betty White for was the Golden Girls playing um, Rose. Oh shit! And for Rose to say, "If I had a dick, this is where I tell you to suck it." It it honest to God is like gonna be the one of the funniest moments in anything. Not even just <laughs> yeah, of all times for me. 
Yep, that'll stick with you for sure. But her um, in that movie was fucking phenomenal. I, I think I've only watched that movie once. I need to go back and watch it again. But oh, anyhow, it's worth watch again. <laughs> um, as far as least favorite word, I'm I have okay. Mine is it's either it's twofold on my least favorite as far as Kayla is concerned. Um, also, by the way, favorite word for Kayla is also favorite word for Jade. Um, <laughs> Uh, but least favorite, I think, um, I really, I really, really hate the phrase, I still remember. I don't know why. I could not break that down for you. But there is something about when somebody says, I still remember, that makes me just, like, I don't, I don't know. And it's a perfectly legitimate phrase. It's a perfect, like, because you're talking about a memory that is an old memory that you still remember, and that's per- perfectly okay. But for some reason, I just don't. I I feel like the the still is superfluous in it. You know, it's I remember, I still remember. Like, why would you? You know, either don't remember or you do remember. Why is still? You know, why does the still have to be there other than to express passage of time? Maybe that it's 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 an old memory or whatever. But yeah, it's just it's a weird one for me. Um, I I don't like it. I don't like hear it. Um, the other one is chewing, but that's more, (laughs) that, that comes later. Um, and as far as Jade, I think her least, if I really get into the mind of Jade, and I think about what her least favorite word is, I think that Jade's least favorite word is fear. Jade makes it a point in her life that she does, she fears nothing. And I think that's also why losing Chase pisses her off so much because now she's afraid and she hates it. I can get that. I mean, fear or, you know, fear, your big fear is, you know, breaking up the family. Already lost the family once. Now you have a new family. One of them's been taken. Exactly. Two of them have been taken. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, fear of that. Fear is a weird thing, just yeah. in general. Yeah, Jade does not like Beer. She doesn't like what it does to people, and she doesn't like what it does to her. You know, she she's really against it. So, but so yeah. Um, okay, so Greg, as a person, what turns you on? Yeah. Mike is breaking up again. Can you hear me now? There yes. we go. Yeah, I lost my headphones somewhere. I have to clean uh, my room. That's a hard one. Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a sexual way. It can be intellectually or spiritually or whatever. Just when you think about what turns you on, what comes to mind? Smart chicks and pregnant chicks. Okay. Whoa, that was a curveball. All righty. <laughs> there we go. Hey, man. You know, that's, I, I, I really, and the more I come into life, it's not just like men, it's not just women, it's men, whatever. I just don't think I could ever have a relationship with like there's there's like people that don't know things but then there's people that are just truly dumb like I can get by if you don't know something but like there was a chick at my work that couldn't boil water and she was semi proud of it and I just you know she has every right in this world to live but I just could not be in a relationship where I had to deal with that on a daily basis more than a couple of minutes because well, I would do things. Okay. 
Well, so, we better so, stop there before you incriminate yourself. Right? <laughs> I, I, was like, I can't say what I want to say, but honest <laughs> to God, I, I really don't, I really wonder how she has not self-deleted herself by trying to blow dry her hair in the shower to save time. But you're not allowed to do she that? Truly, you really shouldn't she, do that. She she truly is a, a should thank whoever invented GFI plugs. <laughs> I save time in the morning by making toast while taking my bath. This is this is what's wrong with you. This, so intelligence. Yeah, but does that mean just I, I have to be able to carry a conversation with somebody? Uh huh. Okay, that's that's perfectly fair. Now, what turns Lilith on? Intelligence. Same thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it'd be a hairy chest. Skull nest. <laughs> no, I know. I see that because Carl Nass, she got her attention, and he was extremely intelligent. Well, that's why I said hairy chest because <laughs> you know. No, that's me. Carl <laughs> well, was an orc, wasn't it? A half orc, orc, half orc, half orcs are hot, man. <laughs> what? I said at least that picture was. <laughs> There's a lot of renderings of half orcs lately that have been like, ooh, damn. I have to show you guys the uh, one of my characters in another game, Anara, uh, is a half orc, and the picture that I found for her is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so Gary, same question. What turns you on? Uh, so so it took me a while to realize this, but it's, it's, it's like people challenging me, uh, and I'll just mean like challenge me to do stuff and stuff like that. I mean like just being a challenge to deal with and stuff like that. I, I huh. for some reason, find pain in the asses. <laughs> uh, like, everybody I've ever fallen in love with was just, you know, uh, someone who, when I first met them, they gave me a hard time, and we, you know, went back and forth, and, uh, yeah, they have to be smart and, and whatnot as well, and witty or whatever, but... Uh, it, it's the challenge for some Very reason. Cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely respect that. Okay. What what uh, turns Vel on? I would think yeah, Vel would be like very turned on to someone like being courageous and just like running into a situation to to save the day. Uh, maybe you know, but but not like I don't know. Uh. Something like that. So let's, let's go with courage. Okay. Okay. Something as someone as honorable and brave as he. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. There you go. That's cool. That's super cool. Um, okay. Well, as far as me, um, me as a Kayla, as a K- the KK that I am, um, it's, it's very multifaceted for me because there's like so many different aspects to it. Um, I mean, I could sum it up in one word and just say Chewbacca. <laughs> trying try to think of what aspect of Chewbacca, the big hairy chest, the, the groaning, the uh, amazing intelligence to fix star drives. Yes. It's all of those things. It is when you really look at Chewbacca's character. Yes, it is the physical aspect of it of it being this big hairy thing makes me very happy. Um, but it also is his his mechanic ability, his 
quiet intelligence, his sense of humor, like his just his little giggles at stuff, his loyalty and strength and and strength of character. There's so much about Chewbacca that people don't really pay attention to until you like start to to just look at who he is and 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 see him as more than a sidekick more than a gimmick you start to see him as a character um you know and one of the most underrated characters in star in star wars history he he you know he's like the he's the only character that doesn't get fucking subtitles makes me mad <laughs> i was gonna say how do you know he has a sense of humor he he never oh, understood you know anything he says. Because the Facial way he giggles. Yep, and the way he giggles at stuff. You know, the way he laughs at Han over things. Like, he, you, can, you can definitely see his sense of humor in, in the way that he handles the world around him. And, and he, that whole, that whole, all that he is, is like, that is, that is Kayla's turn on right there. That's, that's it. Because I'm a big dork. Um, I don't think I've ever noticed Chewbacca uh, laughing. Really? <laughs> yeah, Go back and watch. In, um, uh, Empire Strikes Back when um, Leia called him a scruffy nerf herder. Yep, he laughs he at him. He said, "Chuck it up, what is it? Chuck it up, fuzzball." <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that is right. <laughs> but whoever is like Peter Mayhew just brought him with like the expressions. Yes. He didn't need subtitles. You knew what he was going through and what he oh. what he meant. Yes, of course. He, I mean, he definitely was readable and Peter Mayhew did a wonderful job bringing it to life. But it just it, it has always irked me that the only two characters that don't get subtitles are R2D2 and Chewbacca. Well, actually R2D2 speaks English. He's just so foul-mouthed they have to beep it all out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> as, uh, as far as Jade is concerned, I think if you were to ask Jade what turns her on, it would be happiness. I think that her biggest turn on is joy. It's something that is so rooted in her and something that she comes back to again and again and again and something that she responds to so strongly. And it's something that in the world that she's in, especially right now, there isn't a lot of. I was gonna say, like, she's in the wrong group, other than maybe Lilith. L- Lilith and her are the two people that might show happiness from time to time. Well, that's why we have our fastball special because it makes us happy. Um, <laughs> which we haven't done in a while, but I have a feeling it's coming. Um, yeah, I-, I think that for Jade, I think that's it. It's just uh, Jade enjoy is everything for her, and if she if she finds someone, you know, that's happy, that's gonna make her want to be close to them so so that's that's that okay so the obvious next question greg is what turns you off funky thumbs funky thumbs yeah <laughs> okay i can understand that I, I, yeah, okay but and all i can say is google megan fox's thumbs and you will <laughs> oh, understand poor megan fox <laughs> <laughs> He has a big toe as a thumb. That poor girl, <laughs> she's so hands. You're Googling it right now, aren't you, Gary? <laughs> I, I never realized that until I was discussing Megan Fox with a co-worker, and she goes, look at her thumbs, and I did, and I was like, oh my god! Poor girl. <laughs> she's 
such a sweet, pretty girl. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you know... Oh, my God. Did you Google it, Gary? <laughs> are, are you looking at Megan's box toe thumbs now? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, fuck. This is why I love you, Greg. This is... Okay, what turns Lilith people. off? <laughs> what turns Lilith off? Megan Fox's toe thumbs. <laughs> Does Lilith know who Megan know, Fox Liz. is? <laughs> um, indecision. Okay. No, that's legit. That's, that is actually really deep, because Lilith hates it when we fart around trying to make decisions for too long. You know, because I, I think what, what happens is, is when everyone farts around trying to make a decision too long, then she'll go ahead and make a rash decision that may not be the most intelligent decision, but we're doing something. We're doing something. That is absolutely 100% legit. That is way Lilith. I love that answer. Um, yeah. I see that all the time. Think in Lilith would rush onto a onto an island that is obviously infested with mimics. Me as a person am fine with it. Vel absolutely hates that shit. <laughs> you have that in common. <laughs> That's great. Okay, Gary, what turns you off? Uh stupid. Stupidity, you know, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and, and not, not so much, like, knowledge or intelligence or stuff like that. I mean, like, saying things just to say it or doing something that absolutely makes no sense in the world to do. Lack of wisdom. <laughs> uh, even, like, I understand that some people, like, are going to make bad decisions, bad choices, stuff like that. It's not that. I mean, like, like doing something that doesn't make any sense at all and not because like you're trying to make sense but because you just felt like doing something out there something okay. crazy okay so maybe it's craziness not stupidity so you don't watch a lot of jackass uh, Nick, uh okay i do i've watched jackass i find it funny and and that's mainly because they're purposely doing pranks to themselves that's, to that's hurt more themselves Freud. yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there, there. There's a purpose to it, you know. Uh-huh. I, I mean, just completely off the wall, balls out, like just no sense as to why you're doing it. Gotcha. Um, but you know, pushing a a shopping cart with you know somebody in it down a hill just to see them get hurt, you're doing something to see them get hurt. Okay, that is fair. <laughs> All right. Um. Ooh. Well, as far as Jade is concerned, as far as I am concerned, um, I think I'm I'm close to you guys in that one of the thing the thing that really turns me off the most is is blatant stupidity, like like that kind of it's 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 not even stupidity so much as like I don't want to say I don't want to say like being mean, but like that spiteful mean intentionally saying or doing something to hurt someone for no reason other than because you're an asshole or because you want the upper hand in a situation or something like that. Like that kind of bullying meanness, I think is probably my biggest turnoff. People that that think that they need to be mean in order to be dominant over people or in order to control situations, just nope. nope I can nope, get nope. that. Meanness, definitely. Definitely a turnoff. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Unless I it's a... my answer. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's fine. It's yeah, that that whole thing. I have a, a friend who is uh, going through a twelve step program, um, and one of the the precepts is that uh, they are a spiritual group, not necessarily a Christian group. Any of the twelve step programs will tell you that, and that we, even when they're talking about God, they're not necessarily talking about the Christian God. They're talking about whatever spiritually makes sense for you. So she chose for her God to be kindness. And I was so moved by that. And every time she talks about it and how she is allowing her life to be guided by kindness just makes me so happy and, and has like really kind of opened my eyes. Cause I used, I, I raised my kids and, and we've always had a saying in our family when we have a dilemma or we don't know how to handle something or we're upset with something to come from a place of love. And I think that, that that virtue of kindness and that kind of using kindness as a guide is really incredible. And I just, I can't stand people that are purposefully mean. Well, that's um, when Michelle's arguing with you, she, she, she will say, I love you. And I always joke with her, she's the only person that can say, I love you and have it sound like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but she always says, I love you so that she doesn't say something she can't take back. <laughs> that's smart that's really oh. smart yeah but she's yeah. literally the only person i know that can be like i love you and you're like oh man <laughs> sometimes it's a good diffuser well, fuck you too yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really yeah no, that's a really really good diffuser um and i would you know what honestly i think it's probably the same i just take my pants off yeah <laughs> that works too <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll either have some fun or have a good laugh. One or the other, man. Either <laughs> way, we're not fighting anymore. Yeah, exactly. That from you, know, you can't fight with your pants on. Uh... <laughs> oh, come on, Greg. You know, you know. I think I need to make that's going to go on the t-shirt list. Where's <laughs> my t-shirt? You can't fight with your pants on. <laughs> can't fight with your pants off. Yep. That's that's on the t-shirt list. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to go on to the next. Okay. And I'm going to credit Greg for that one. Or Gary for that one. I'm going to credit you both for that one. I think Greg gets the credit <laughs> for that one. I, 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 I could have swore it was in a movie, though. So that's Possibly. why I'm like. But I can't find the reference. You no, know, so. it could be. But I, I remember so much stuff from movies. And I don't know. Right. My life is just a movie. Seriously. Okay, so, Greg, next question. Um, what is a sound you love? You broke up again. What now? You're still broken up. When a baby laughs. I heard laugh. Oh, when a baby laughs. When a baby oh. laughs. Okay, yeah. Oh my god, a baby giggle is the best. That yeah. is fair. I'm going to jump the gun and say, I think that's my least favorite thing to hear. <laughs> okay. It's a baby laugh. I had another thing, but anything baby related, I just don't like babies. <laughs> There's a reason you don't have children. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's, you know, you're being honest. Um, what's Lilith, uh, what's the sound that Lilith loves? I have to say um, Jade's laughter. Aw. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. That's so sweet. I think it actually fits really well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Jay's Jade. always been like that overwhelming force since Lilith met her. It's like her personality, Jade's personality is so strong that it's just 
sometimes overwhelming, but not overwhelming in a bad way. Uh-huh. That's, that's so, definitely the goal yeah. with the character. So I know I'm, in the, I know I'm going in the right direction because that's what I want her to be. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know how to handle this. But it's not a bad not knowing how to handle it. That's but great. Yeah, she does like to see. Yeah. I love that's why that. she's been so upset because Jade hasn't been happy. And yeah. now we just have to yeah. go kill a whole bunch of people on a... Hey, 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 hey. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> I caught myself. I caught myself. Good job. Um, okay, what about you, Gary? What's the sound you love? I love the sound of rain falling on water. Oh, agreed. That like, was used- actually going to be my in my answer. Yeah. yeah. I used to just like go sit out on my dock and and like when it was raining and just listen to it fall and hit the hit the canal and you know. Yep. Just one of those things I liked. Uh, Absolutely. Real weird. That's like, there's actually a word for that. And I don't is remember it? what the word is. It's something that sounds starts with a P. Um, but the uh, the love of the sound of rain. There's actually a word for it. Because um, I am definitely that. There you go. So that's very cool. What's what's the sound that Vel loves? So you know, Vel doesn't exist. So I had to make this up. Uh, We're making all this shit up, dude. I know. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. So uh, my thought process for it was uh, like going with he's a ranger. He's a forest. You know. I was gonna say he's a forest ranger. Yeah, that that that's real, real great. Yeah, his special his terrain is forest. Um, so you know, wind through the trees, maybe something like that. Oh, I like that. You ever heard wind through, uh, bamboo forests? No. Oh, write that down to Google that later, because oh my god, it is beautiful. If you like the sound of rain, you will love the sound of wind through bamboo. It is so pretty. Um. Okay, so me as a person, um, rain, especially falling on water, is is my top number one. Um, I can definitely agree with Greg in the the laughter of a child. That that makes me very very happy. Um, and and close to that would be the sound of my children's voices. Aww. Nothing makes me happier than that sound. Something about being a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the only other one would be, uh, Daisy's groan. Mm-hmm. When you would hug Daisy, she would, she would do this. And it was just the coolest thing. Um, um we lost something. We lost Greg. There he is. Hi, Greg. Back? Sorry about that. Yeah. No, no worries. Problem. Um, Cat okay. Ran over my phone. Uh, it happens. No worries. Okay. Um, so moving on. Greg, what is the sound you hate? Floppy uh, chewing. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, I have the worst piece of foam yet. Ugh. My brother <laughs> used to. Your teeth. Oh. Uh, my, my brother used to hate eating at the dinner table with me because I, I was a loud eater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have terrible misophonia. Mouth noises in general make me want to run away. I used to, until I got my, um, upper wisdom teeth removed, I used to have TMJ real bad. Ooh. So, like, anytime I would eat, like, crusty bread, my jaw would just snap. And Ooh. Yeah, my, my sister was to the point she made me go eat outside one time. Oh, my God! <laughs> Aww! She was like, look, you're either gonna go outside or I'm gonna knock you unconscious. I'll, I'll just go eat my bread outside. 
my goodness, you poor thing. That sucks. Oh, no, it was good. It irritated the shit out of me. You know, you imagine you're hearing it from across the room. I'm hearing it in my brain. Yeah. I, I don't just like, like snap, 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 snap. Oh, God. That make me crazy. Yeah, I don't even like the sound of my own chewing. Like, it, ugh. <laughs> so what's the sound that Lilith hates? Um, arr. <laughs> I was going to kind of describe the, the sound of, like, wet west going across wood. <laughs> that squish? Yeah, that's, like, squishy, like, you know, rotted flesh dragging across wood. <sighs> oh, I'm pretty sure if you watch Pirates of the Caribbean, there's there, that sound is probably in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, but that's I have to say that's Lilith. Okay. All right. Gary, what's the sound you hate? Really, I would, I would, my, my answer was going to be any type of, uh, like, uh, um, scratching on, like, a board or something like that. Uh, okay. Like, especially, like, scratching on a chalkboard. I know everybody hates that noise, but... Anything that sounds like it's like you're like pulling something off of something like with a scratch, just mm-hmm. oh, okay. Just thinking about it. My my cat has figured out that I hate that sound. Um, so every time his bowl is empty, he does two things. First, he knocks it off the stand, and if I don't immediately fill it, then he starts with his claws on the wall. Yeah, there you go. He knows. And, and what's the sound that Phil hates? I had to like dig deep for this one. So it's the screech of a chromatic aberration. Ooh. Yeah, they, they, they have an attack that does like this screeching noise. And I figured, yeah, he hates aberrations. That works. There you go. That's, yeah. That is very insightful. I like that. That's super cool. Um, well, as for me, we already discussed it. I hate the sound of any sort of mouth noise. Uh, in, including my own. Um, as far as Jade is concerned, that's one that I've kind of been like, I've been thinking about these questions too. Um, and I think if, if, if I were to say anything about a sound that Jade hates, it would probably be crying or the sound of pain. You know, she doesn't want anybody to be sad. She doesn't want anybody to be hurt. And I think that that's, that's the sound that hurts her the most, that upsets her the most. Is, is someone in genuine pain or, or crying. Because um, that's, that's Jade wants happiness in the world. Um, so I think that would be hers. I think it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one we... Uh... Wait, no, we gotta talk about our favorite curse words again. Fucking hey, come on! <laughs> <laughs> well, we already talked about it a little bit. We'll, we'll, uh, um, because our favorite words are also our favorite curse words. Hey, so, my favorite word was not my was not <laughs> was your not curse word. I so, don't curse that much. You don't. I don't no. know how you're friends with us. No. But <laughs> you know, too much working in office environments and being around proper people and crap like that. Uh, so I'm so sorry. Yeah, but, see, yeah. but that makes me cuss worse. Because like I go all day long and I can't cuss. And then it's like I get in the car and I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I will say fuck to just about anything. Uh, and, and I don't know why I don't do it so much on here, but, but like, you know, something happens. I'm always like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Uh, So let's, let's modify this. Let's make this interesting. Let's modify this. Any curse word 
besides fuck. Greg, what's your, so we'll call it, what's your second favorite? Shit. What is it? Shit. Shit. Same as Shit. mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one sneaks in everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there should be better curse words. Like, There's only, like, what was it, like, uh, Carlin said seven curse words you can't say on television or something like that? Uh-huh, and they're also mild now, considering. Right, right. We, we need to think of oh, the original seven, yeah. Uh-huh. We need, he did we need a revised to... list, too, that was, like, really long in a later yes. stand-up special. Yes, I do remember that he did a revised list. Um... But yeah, like I think that I think that we are starting to get to that place in the world where, you know, words don't hold that as as much sway in that way. Yes, we understand that there are words that are uh, projecting certain emotions. Um, so, and oh, uh, sorry, I was going to say certain words don't hold that kind of sway. But I'm going to go back to my argument again that there's some words that become more taboo over time. Okay, give me an example. Definitely cunt for one. Cunt, yeah. You know, your your favorite curse word. My favorite word! <laughs> uh, cunt. But then, like, other words that aren't curse words have become taboo over time. Ooh, ooh tell me, tell me. Let's talk about that for a second. What, uh, what were not originally curse words are now considered taboo? Besides the obvious. Uh, gay. Okay. Because, because of how it was used, you know. There you go. Uh, it's now a taboo word. And it's not considered a curse word, but it's definitely, even if you don't mean it as a derogatory com- a comment, you pretty much can't say it as, you know, something Anything to mean. Anything other than actually saying, I am right, gay. happy. Or, or yeah. Somebody yeah, saying, yeah, you don't need to describe happy anymore. Right. Unless you're describing your sexuality, you should probably. But I think not that's just as a society, we're just, you know, evolving mm-hmm. oh definitely especially in the last few years well, you know in the last decade language evolves over time no matter what it yep. has over and over again stuff like that so there are entire studies dedicated to the evolution of language yeah i'm not good you with know. languages i i suck with other languages other than like made up ones um but I get the 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 gist and the premise and there's i mean there's there are words even in the quote-unquote English language, like if you go over to Britain, um, you know, if you go over to, to Europe and things like that, the uh, there are words that, like, we don't even know, that we don't use at all, that over there are terrible words, you know? Um, so Regent has a lot to do with it as well. There's some words in Spanish that just sound raunchy. <laughs> Um, but okay, I think we've we've beaten that horse. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so Greg, if you could, if if money and time was no object, and you could be in any profession that you wanted to, besides the one that you're in right now, what would you do? Travel blogger. A Ooh. what blogger? Travel blogger. Travel blogger. Oh, that. When I retire, I'm going to try to take up overlanding. Okay. I'm gonna sell my house, buy a trailer and a truck, and off we go. Just see the world, see the country. That is super cool. I didn't know that about you. I learned something. 
I really love that. What about well, you, Gary? Uh, something, something I've learned about myself over the last year or so. That's really cool. That is really, really cool. I love that. I think that's really cool and really noble, and I hope that you get to do that someday. That's really awesome. What about you, Gary? What would you do? If I was qualified and money was not an object, I would be a spy. Really? Like a legit, honest-to-goodness spy? Yeah, 100%. Nice! It would be cool. Yeah, that's, that's really... That's, Get to see the I, world, do interesting things. Yeah, stuff like that. Subterfuge. That's, yeah. Huh, okay. That's very cool. Um, I think that if I could do anything other than what I'm doing right now... Um, because right now I, I, I am in this privileged position as much of a struggle as it is. And good Lord, it's a struggle. But as much of a struggle as it is, I am in my dream job. This is the job owning the thrift shop and doing, being able to do these, these shows and these interviews and stuff is something that I've wanted to do my entire life. And I am so privileged to be able to do that. It, it's incredible. But if I were to do anything else, if I could like switch careers, I would love to be a professional photographer. Not like, you know, sit for portraits at JCPenney's photographer, but like interesting, artistic, macro, wild, like, you know, Shibuai type stuff. Just like uh, taking the nitty gritty of the world and bringing it to the surface type of photographer. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. You know, and okay. I, I dated a girl who switched from like neuroscience to photography back wow. when I was in college. Um, but then she went back and did nursing later on. She didn't finish it, but it was really interesting to see like what it was like for her, you know, try to find, as you said, the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. It was really yep. good. I understand that. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. Next question. Um, Greg. What's your next character idea? Uh, um, one of those owl people. <laughs> That's amazing. What are they? What are those it, called? I've... I and I was just reading because I was doing um research on D and D Beyond. It's either that or because I downloaded the one for that and the one for the turtlekin. Okay. And I literally want to be a ninja turtle. <laughs> I, I want to be a turtlekin monk. Love that. That's amazing. You can only do it if you can get three other people to do it with you. <laughs> and one person to play a rat person. <laughs> I know I know at least one other person that would totally be down for that. <laughs> I don't think it's a hard sell. No, I, I think that it, you know what? I might worry it'd be cool to write maybe a one shot like that. We have enough people in our group that we could make it work. I'm I sure because we were talking about doing the Owlkin one as um the Guardian Bowels of Gagool. Huh? Me and um D were talking about that. That's cool. I think we've got some creative stuff in our future. I think we all need to just like start getting creative and writing stuff and doing crazy shit. I think it'd be fun. I have great, um, I have great ideas. I just can't get them on the paper. My mom oh. doesn't work that way. That's why I love voice to text. Oh, it's not even that. It's like I have the idea, but I just can't manifest it, like, flesh it out. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to have, like, some session zeros where we can help each other kind of do that. That would be cool. Okay, what about you, Gary? What's your next character idea? 
I want to play a reckless, crazy wizard. Okay, like just spell slinging crazy. I don't know if like spell slinging crazy, but I mean, definitely you know the, the old phrase. I don't care. I didn't ask what size the room is. I said I, I cast said fireball. I cast fireball. fireball you know, yes. it, it's that, that that might come into play, but but like like a character that's just so far from Vel that you know, uh, it's just like. Something happens, he thinks of something to do, he goes off and does it. Nice. No impulse control. I want to name him Harry. Just so people can say, (laughs) you're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) I love you. Okay, this one is not on the list of questions, but Greg, if Lilith were to play D&D, what would Lilith play? She would probably be a male barbarian. Okay. Just as far away from <laughs> female cleric as possible. Well, look, when I play D&D, I always play as far away from what I am. So, okay. so I feel she would do the same thing. That makes absolute sense. I would say she wouldn't because that's a trait of you, which means she doesn't have that trait. We put a lot of ourselves into our characters, though. Yeah, except for he plays things as far away from this him as opposite. possible. <laughs> Ooh, you got a little paradox going there. Can't do it. I'm sorry. It's not allowed. I'll, I'll just end the world. There you go. <laughs> uh, what paradox would, if, be damned. <laughs> okay, Gary, if Vel were to play D&D, what would Vel play? Vel would be the, D- Vel would be the DM. Ah, yes. <laughs> Love that. that is perfect. That is fucking perfect. I think if Jade were to play D&D, she would play a druid so she could actually turn into a bear. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> bear, you know, every week you could be a different character, a uh, different animal. Exactly. That's, she would totally be a shapeshifting druid and she would just be all the animals. Uh, okay, so here, here's, here's the deep one. Here's the real deep one, Greg. If you could meet any deity, and I mean any deity in real life, in D&D, any deity that has ever been conceived of, who would it be, and what would you say to them? Think about things. It's my job to make you think about things. I would have to say Buddha. Okay. And what would you say to him? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna eat that? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Buddha wasn't always just the fat one. You know what? I mean, you're right, but <laughs> oh my god! Stop That's eating that, or else they're going to portray you as fat later. I just think I want to chill with him and have a regular conversation. I don't know what I'd really ask him. It would have to be. I have to see if he's mellow or. Ch- so I just kind of want to chill with him. Yeah. That makes sense. What about you, Gary? You know, uh, you said it's deep, and, and I have kind of a deep answer on this. It's um, I would just want to meet God because I'm, I'm an atheist. When I was in high school, like I, I tried searching for religion and finding that like spiritual connection in my life, and I, I never found it. Uh, so I think like just meeting God would be like you know would give that spiritual connection something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I'd have to ask anything. It would just be like a head nod. 
Okay. Just one of those. I that's I I really like that. Just okay. There you are. I see you. Either that or I'd want to go out partying with Loki. <laughs> I can definitely see that too. Um, which, Loki? which Loki? Yeah, because you know, Norse. original Loki was amazing, but alligator Loki was the best variant. I don't mean Marvel no Loki. I mean the Norse. Be Norse Loki. Loki. <laughs> I'm sorry. Marvel Loki is a lot. I don't know. I feel like going out with Marvel Loki is just going to get you killed. He's changed. I'm not saying he's going to kill you. I'm saying he's going to get you killed. <laughs> I guess. I just like classic Loki. Everybody that, has not... their version. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what I'm saying. Classic Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually trying to remember the name of this goddess. Uh and I cannot I'm trying to look it up. And it was it was in I want to say 3.5. Um I think it was Denari or Denaris. I can't freaking remember the name. She was the coolest goddess, the coolest concept for a goddess that I have ever seen, and I will never forget her picture. See, there's three five. Maybe it was three odd. Um, she was this incredible, like, like almost like half giant. Like she was this big, busty, muscled, curvy like moss covered goddess um one of my four, one of my very first D characters that was her deity and i'm kicking myself because i can't remember the name of her now i think it was like denarius or denari or something like that um and i can't find it uh but she she was so cool she was very much like um like warrior gaia type figure and like her weapon was like this big freaking warhammer um andy's Uh, gonna what is it still there yeah i'm here yes can you hear us did we lose you we lost him i think we lost him i think we lost him uh let's uh well maybe because she was one of the lesser known gods um and she was way in the back of the book third edition i think Denari. I'm pretty sure her name was Denari. Um, but anyway, she was just, I thought she was such a beautiful representation of femininity and strength. You know, she was very like Louisa in that way. Um, I just, I admired that so much because she was, her description and like the way that she looked and everything, she was, she was definitely feminine and she, when she was loving and soft, but she still had this like physical and, and spiritual power to her. Um, and I thought she was just really, really interesting, you know? And if I, I think if, if I were to, ha- if I were to be face to face with her, I think the thing that I would say to her is how do you hold on to that strength? You know, not just the physical strength, not the, you know, pump iron weightlifting uh, strength, but Sorry. the, hello? Yeah, that somehow I got booted out and then I couldn't get Discord to reconnect so I could join back in. Grumble. Oh, I was about well, to reconnect my phone. 
Oh my goodness. Well, I, I am glad that you're back. Um, so Denari is the lesser goddess of earth liberation and suffering. There you go. Uh, and uh, worshipped by the faith of Denari. Uh, send, me, send me the link. I, I pulled it off of a list of... I, I actually pasted it into our chat. This part of it. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, third edition deities and demigods is where it was found. Third edition, yes. Yep. Yeah, she... What page did you put it in? Uh, Basecamp. Basecamp, okay. Basecamp's being weird for me right now. Yeah, there wasn't a lot there, so... Okay, yeah, she she was super cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that would be... That would be my answer. Now, here's the, the, the second part to that question. Is... Uh, what would you want to hear? So, Greg, first, if you're still with us. I'm here. Okay. What would you want to hear from Buddha? What would you want Buddha to say to you? Everything's going to be okay in the end. I like that. I like that. That's good. God's lie. Damn well. <laughs> what, would, what would you want to hear from, from the, the god of your choosing, <laughs> Gary? Uh... Nothing really matters, or everything's important. One of the two. I'm not sure which. Maybe both? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he could say both. Nothing really matters, everything's important. That would be, that would be some Buddha shit right there. There you go. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, yeah, I would just want the answer of, like, uh, you know, what, what does it all mean? I, I, I go back to dogma, you know? <laughs> Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Just poking the nose. Boop. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. You know that when was... you said you wanted to meet God, that's the first thing that popped into my head was Alanis Morissette. You totally could have said that and I would have gotten it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it, it. What does it all mean? And I think that's a good question, actually. That's very cool. Um, As I said, my life's just movies. <laughs> Cups and slips <laughs> of movies. So uh, is mine. This this one is very heavily influenced by where I am in my life right now, and we haven't talked about it much, um, but uh, we did lose our family dog uh, the other day, and uh, I think that if I wanted, if I were to hear anything from a goddess right now, it would be, she's okay. You know, and I think that's something that we all would love to hear, you know, with ones that we've lost, is they're okay. I agree. So, okay. Um... And uh, since we're since we're getting towards the end, we're going to go to uh, a couple of lighter-hearted ones. Greg, what's your favorite spell? Guiding bolt. <laughs> okay, but that's only because I haven't been able to use death cloud yet. Okay. Soon, very, very soon. <laughs> very soon. God, I'm, I'm going to hate you when you when you cast death cloud. I'm telling you. Oh man, that's going to be rough. Because <laughs> I'm going to be in the middle of that. Okay, I'm going to be in the middle of that shit, and Celeste is going to be in the middle of that shit, because Celeste doesn't know how to stay back. Yeah, <laughs> true story. Get behind me. <laughs> stay behind Lilith. Just give us warning <laughs> so we can all get behind you first. Uh, I, I gotta switch up out of spring so that way I can actually teleport out. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, the one thing I miss about, you know, the, the old campaign was whenever we would make a plan... Lucifer would run on ahead and just fuck the whole plan. Yep. 
Yep, that was that was Jason's job. Just ignore the plan and fuck shit up. But <laughs> <laughs> it made it the was like the great some of the greatest times we had was oh look, there he goes. <laughs> Every party needs one of those, just chaos monkeys. <laughs> Fel, or, uh, Gary, what's your favorite spell? I would have to say suggestion. Ooh. Yeah. You can just, you know, get, I, I got to use it a lot during the, uh, during D's um, mystery theater. Uh-huh. And just being able to be like, yeah, tell me what I want to know. Or leave me. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And people have to listen to you. The DM has no choice at that point. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah, they want to fudge their awesome. save. Which they could. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Right. That makes for interesting storytelling. Yeah. So that's very cool. I think mine, this is funny, but mine is actually in large reduce. <laughs> because it's so versatile and it can do the stupidest and silliest shit, but can be completely clutch. I just think it's a really fun spell. I'm trying you to remember natural ability if you play a um provoke. Yes. Yes. That's where I uh that's where I started to learn how good it was as I was in a game where I was playing a Furbolg, um, and she cast it regularly, um, especially on the centaur in the group. That's it. <laughs> Vel needs to die. I need to play my wacky wizard. Take in large and just be like, Link. <laughs> it's, it's so Whoa. fun. It is so fun. <laughs> I think the funnest character I ever played was a um, Furbolg druid. Because you think That's- wild shape's cool? Wild shape into a hyena the size of a fur boat. <laughs> I, I love shapeshifter characters. I wanna I wanna play more of them. They're always they're always cool. Um Okay, so we're gonna end the night on and 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 it doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite, uh, but what comes to mind first, Greg, give me give me the first movie quote that comes into your head. There's something you don't see every day. Okay. Said by Treat Williams in the third act of Deep Rising. Yep. All right. All right. Very cool. Gary, movie quote. Uh, On a long enough timeline, the survival rate for everyone goes to zero. Wow. Very cool. It's my favorite quote. It's from Fight Club. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um... R.I.P. Meatloaf. Yeah. Uh, I think he was in Fight Club. This is is kind of a dumb one, but it also just makes me happy. Because, Wade, you have been measured and you You have been been found wanting. I love that one, too. (laughs) It's funny you mentioned a Ghostbusters club, because I was right then I was thinking, what did you think of? What did you think of, Ray? Let's think about Ray. What did you do, Ray? You know, like if the the monster asks you if you're a god, Ray, the answer is yes. You say yes. That that movie, yeah, that movie has got some of the most amazing quotes. It's incredible. Um, Okay, we did it, guys. We got all the way through. (laughs) We only sidetracked the movies like three times, right? You know, and 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 curse words twice. We're fine. Hey, we didn't sidetrack the curse words twice. Just once at the beginning. Right. It came we up under to... normal progression during right? this normal time. When our favorite words are curse words. 
Um, this was cool. Thank you so much for coming along with me on this journey, guys. It was super it was fun. Amazing. This is a lot of fun. Uh, we should do this again in two months. And I'll have completely different answers for you. Right? Yeah, I think I'm good. Go ahead. I'm not um, sure I was going to agree with Gary. I'd have completely different answers. Right? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to do it with the rest of the group, though. I think, I think next, you next out of character, um, I'm going to do it with two more. Uh, probably probably Mark and, and Mark and D, um, if they're willing. Uh, I think that would be cool. I'd love to hear both their answers. So, yeah, I think we're going to do this again. Um, everybody listening, please let us know what you thought and maybe answer the questions for yourselves in the comments um, and stuff like that. Let us know what your answers to these questions would be. And if you want, if you you know hate any of my answers, my Twitter handle is... Uh, sorry, we're out of time. Did you just cut us off? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> we're still recording. <laughs> okay, I thought you cut us off. I was like, oh my god! Um. <laughs> no, no, I think that was Greg dropping and coming back again. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, no, my, my Bluetooth, the headphones died. So I stuck them back into the little charger thing, and they just decided to turn back on. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was very well-timed bloops. Um, but anyway, thank you everyone for coming along with us on this journey. We had a great time. Uh, please check out uh, Not Safe for Wizards uh, if you, for some crazy reason, have not. Uh, it's it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, and please check out our sister show, uh, The Geekiest. Um, sister show, brother show, sibling show, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, which is also a lot of fun and more interview type stuff with uh, creators uh, and personalities in the geek community. Uh, where I am a co-host. Um, Joe can add all of the ats and stuff at the end of this because there's a lot of them and I don't remember any of them. Uh, buy our merch. Listen to our shows. We love you all. Have a good night. Hey, thanks for listening to Out of Character. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or whatever podcatcher you listen to. And if you'd like to be part of the show and ask a question, uh, you can do so on Twitter uh, using the hashtag NSFWOOC. Thanks for listening. We'll be back later.